Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, whose we are and whose we serve this day, we thank you this very day for every blessing, that we thank you mainly for revelation knowledge, that we may walk in the supernatural, that we might not be just mere men, but men of Almighty God, with Almighty God, with a revelation on the inside of us of who we are. Father, we thank you this day for what you'll show us, and we promise you, before Almighty God, we will not be hearers only, but we will put into practice and be doers of what we learn. In Jesus' name, and everyone shout it. Amen. Shout it again. Amen. You can be seated. Turn with me to Big John, the 10th chapter. Big John, the 10th chapter, in a very short verse, 30th verse. Big John 10.30, this morning we're going to talk about us being one with God, just exactly like Jesus Christ was. Now this is the third time I've taught on it, hallelujah. Now I must not have been through or the Lord wouldn't say do it again, <laughs> do some more. Big John 10.30, Jesus said, I and my Father are one. I and my Father are one. We are one unit. We're totally in agreement. We're one in person. Now, these are in red letters, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ speaking. And we in the body of Christ have been so blinded by religion that we have not known that Jesus is speaking to us as a man. He is not speaking to us as God. For He was not God at that time. He was a man anointed by God. God does not have to be anointed. So you need to get that clear in your head that a man is saying something. He said, I and my Father are one. And he's saying, this is of God. God's the one. God the Father is the one that made it so. You need to realize in your mind and in your spirit that bless God what God said you are. That's who you are. And if it hardly ups every religious person in the world, it's still true. It's still true. So your mind has to think like Jesus. You know, Paul writes, he said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Well, Christians don't think like that. If they don't, they'll never think like God. See, that's beyond our thinking. Oh, my God, God's this, God's the highest. That's right. But God's the one that created you in Christ. God's the one said, when you receive my son, you have received me. Hallelujah. He's the one who said, bless God, 
I'll now make you the very temple of the Holy Ghost. He said the greater one, greater than cancer, greater than anything, shall live on the inside of you. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So until the body of Christ ever gets their thinking right, you know, today all over the world, people are preaching about the Lord Jesus Christ, and 95% of them have no inkling what we're talking about. Have no understanding of what the Bible... You know, Paul said, the whole world's going to be judged by my gospel. You know, we've had so much cross-religion preached to us that all it does is bring condemnation. That, I, you know, he carried me to the cross with him. He died for me. He died. Yes, that's right. But let me tell you something. He was raised for you. <clears throat> and he now sits at the highest seat in the universe for you as your representative. And he's lifted you up out of that horrible pit and set your feet on a solid rock. Today, today, right now, you're in union with the resurrected, glorified God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When God the Father raised Jesus from the pit of hell to the highest seat in the universe, the first thing He did, he, Jesus sat down at the right hand of God, and God the Father turned to a man that's still a man right now, one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. You don't have to anoint God. He anointed a man. Hallelujah. But he turned to a man, a glorified, resurrected man, and called him God. God has lifted you up out of a horrible pit. Now he has made you a God unto this earth. We're to reign, rule and reign in life by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Until the thinking gets right about that, the body of Christ, Jesus won't be back. He's not going to come back just because of the time element. Praise God. So, Jesus said, I and my Father are one. A man born in Bethlehem. A man born of a woman, just like every woman here that had problems, everything else, had birth pains, everything that went along with him, but something was different in him than other men, and that was the life and the nature of Almighty God. He was fathered by God. The Holy Spirit hovered over Mary, and she conceived. Well, blessed be God, the minute you got born again, the Holy Spirit hovered over you, and I'm telling you now, there's been a washing and a regeneration by the Holy Ghost. You are a brand new kind of a man, a brand new kind of a person. What kind? I'm a son of the Most High God. What kind of son? Oh, you way down the line. No, you've been raised up to be equal with the Lord Jesus. Let this mind be in you. You've got to let it be in you. You're not just going to wake up one day and go to thinking like God. You have to purpose bless God. When I see something like this, he's, this is my Master and my substitute, I and my Father are one. Let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. How did he think? I and my Father are one. He walks to the tomb of Lazarus. He don't say, oh my God, reckon what's going to happen? He said, bless God, you always hear me. 
You know, Jimmy Hockaday brought out some things in faith. He said, the point that you don't know what God will do, that's the point you lose it. If you don't know what God will do, you're not going to believe for it. If you don't know God's fixing to heal that little child lying there and, fight, and you're hoping that He will, and you've got everybody in the world trying to pray and all that, all that's just unbelief. Belief said, bless God, my God always hears my prayer. My God hears my prayer. I don't have to call the fire tire, the prayer tire, the watch tire, or nobody's tire. Amen. I've got a prayer. He said, in that day, what day? The day we're living in. What day is that? That's the day of the Holy Ghost. The day when the Spirit of God has made you a new creation. The day when, bless God, your prayers. He said, whatsoever you ask in my name, I'll do it. The Greek said, if you ask anything in my name, if I don't have it, I'll make it for you. See, that's where faith comes from. Believe in God's the telling the truth. Believe in God. You know, the point that you doubt, the point that you balk and believe in God, that's as far as you're going with God. So if you get a mind like Christ Jesus, what if you had a, a revelation that I and my Father are one? Me and Daddy is one. Me and Daddy is one. Me and my Father are one. Hallelujah. Turn over the 17th chapter of Big John. Seventeenth chapter, the eleventh verse. When you get it, shout amen. amen. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, Lord. And I come to thee, Holy Father, kept through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are one. In the same way. One translation said in the same degree. Do you understand that? The same degree. God does not want to be with Jesus any, any more than He wants to be with you. He don't want Jesus representing Him any more than He wants you representing Him. Jesus makes statements like, Bless God, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. You ought to be able to say, Bless God, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Is he one with you? Is that just pie in the sky? It's just something we're dangling out there that's not real. Let me tell you something. Christianity started in supernatural birth of the Lord Jesus Christ and it'll end with a supernatural catching away. Praise God. It starts and ends supernaturally. What do you mean? I mean God the Father is with you exactly like he was with the Lord Jesus Christ. Same way, same degree. John Riggins translates that verse. Now listen to this. I, I, I like Riggins had an outstanding understanding of the Greek language, which our Bible was translated out of. That they may be one in perfect <coughs> spiritual union as we are. That they may be one in perfect spiritual union as we are. While I have been with them, I have kept them by, I have kept them by that revelation of spiritual truth 
which thou gavest me. I kept them. I kept them by a spiritual truth that you gave me. What is the spiritual truth? What is the revelation? The Father and I are one. You don't need another one. The Father and I are one. The Father works through me. When you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Amen. That's where Christianity has got to come to. It will not amount to a hill of beans until we feel, we know without a shadow of a doubt that Almighty God dwells in us and works through us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What is the revelation? The Father and I are one. Why did you keep them? The revelation of spiritual truth which thou gavest me. You give me a truth. Me and you, Daddy, are one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're one. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Revelation of what? That He's the healer. He's the deliverer. He's the one that sets people free. He's the one that has the government or dominion upon His shoulder, ruling, 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 ruling through us just like He did through Adam. Let us make man, Genesis 1, 26. Let us make man in our image and in our likeness and let him have dominion. Let's build into him supernatural dominion. Why? That he can act for us here in the earth. You know, when Adam failed, Satan became the god of this world system. He don't own the earth nor the fullness, the gold, the silver, the cattle on a thousand hills, but he's got a system set up of failure, of sickness, disease, poverty, prejudice, hate, all these things. He's got it set up, and people operate in them pretty good. It's the Christians don't operate where they're supposed to. They'd be afraid to say that me and the Father are one. Wow, that put some pressure on them to learn something. That put some pressure on them to act on something. Hallelujah. 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 I was preaching in Alabama, and I looked over, and a little boy had Coke bottle glasses like that. Well, I looked over there, and that ought not be. His mother sitting there, got a tag on, said, help her. She helped around. Do you know you got rights as just being a Christian, but you got a right as helping around the church? And doing things. Man, this camp meeting, them folks and preachers that wrote and told and, and stacks of stuff we got in there. Some of them I say, said, man, I ain't never been around a church that had better help. Said, I ain't never been anywhere. Said, they didn't just overrun us or anything. Said, man, they just was there for us anything we need. Said, we've never been any place that had better. Every one of them preachers said that. Hallelujah. It made me proud. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I looked over there, a little old boy. Mama's a helper around the church. I said, son, come up here. He said, me? Yeah. How long you been wearing him glasses? All my life. So what can you see without him? I took his glasses off. He couldn't see nothing. Had a big sign up in the back that said, Jesus is Lord. I said, read that sign back there. He said, I can't even see a sign. Glasses looked like there's, looked like there's nearly, well, it had to be a half inch thick. I mean, he had, looked like he had eyes, looked like a cow. And I took his glass off and throwed them away. Now, wait a minute. Now, if you're going to throw stuff away, won't you get mine and throw mine away? 
Why don't you get them and throw them away? You better not throw them away unless you've got a revelation or you'll be going down to the eye doctor. Well, I don't know. I, I, I know God loves me. Well, that won't get the job done. Hallelujah. You've got to know who's in. I and my Father are one. I am the temple of the living God. Hallelujah. I've quoted them things for years, but I'm telling you just in the last four or five years, some of this stuff's come become real to me. It's real to me. Praise God. Why? Because I started acting on First time I ever acted on some of this stuff, I flopped, just like maybe you will. But bless God, I never quit. I never, I never quit. I ain't quit laying hands on the sick. I ain't quit believing God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I laid hands on this little old boy. He fell over the floor. He was out the whole service. I told him to drag him out of the way. He was out the whole service. Well, the next night he come back down when I called for prayer line. He said, uh, oh, I can see everything. I've been reading the Bible. But he said, it was something, oh, it's something about his ears. He said, I, I, you know, I don't hear real good. He said, but I will after you pray for me. One miracle will call for two. See, God's a miracle of God. But you got to understand, God don't want to use your pastor only. If all you got, all you got is people in your church that depend on you, then something's wrong. They lie to be on, on, a, on a slow boat to China. What are they going to do if they get sick? Huh? What if your pastor's gone? Praise God, praise God. I remember Tammy, her little boy got scarlet fever. And she, I, I, I went fishing that day. And she couldn't get a hold of me. So she called the elders and two or three of them went up there and prayed for a boy at the hospital and he was instantly healed and went home, praise God. Hallelujah. You got to have a revelation. I couldn't heal a broke gnat's wing, but to God in me, he's more than enough. Praise God. Praise God. Lord, I kept them. How'd you keep them? Well, first part of that thing said that they may be one in perfect spiritual union as we are. While I have been with them, I've kept them. How'd you keep them? By the revelation of spiritual truth thou gave me. What is the spiritual truth? I and my Father one. When you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Hallelujah. Turn with me to the fifth chapter of uh, the book of Romans. Fifth chapter. Hold your finger at the 17th chapter of Big John. We're going to be right back. But I wanted to throw this in. Fifth chapter and the 17th verse. said, For if by one man, Adam, Adam's offense, death, rule, reign, dominated, sickness, sin, failure, poverty, prejudice, hate, everything that came with the fall of man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, it ruled and dominated, death did, spiritual condition, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Christ Jesus. I mean, we're to rule and reign. Let this mind be in you that God lives in me. Let this mind be in you that God has made me a God-man 
Let this mind be in you that whatever God the Father is, we're one, we're not two. He that's joined to the Lord is one spirit. He's not two spirits. He's not three spirits. The Holy Spirit does not live in your spirit. The Holy Spirit in your spirit is one. You don't have the one spirit in you. The greater took over the lesser. Praise God. 21st verse. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. You know, we around here know what eternal life is. It's not living forever. It's not living after death. It is the life and the nature of Almighty God. We're going to live in the life and nature of God. How are we going to do it? We're going to have to rule and reign in righteousness. We're going to have to accept the grace of God, God's unconditional love. Yeah, but I've messed up so Unconditional love. Yeah, but I should... Yeah, you should have, but you didn't. Unconditional love. There's no condition that God's going to get out of love with you. I failed so bad, brother so. Folks, that's what they do down at the altars at most Pentecostal churches. They get you down front, squall you out where you'll feel better. Whew, feel so much better. I cried for 15 minutes. How many of you rather have a million dollars or feel like a million? Huh? You can feel, your feelings can change, but the Word of God don't change. The Word of God said, Father, I'm praying for these folks that they'll be one even as we're one, that they may know it, that their minds might be renewed and they think like what is truth. They asked Jesus, said, what is truth? He said, thy word, O God, is truth. Praise God, praise God. Turn with me back to the 17th chapter, Big John. Seventeenth chapter, the eighteenth verse. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. You don't think God would send Jesus unequipped into the world, do you? That he would send him in and say, now you're going to have to make it the best you can. We about done run out of power up here. You know, you, 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 you put a drain on us. It's like dipping the water out of the Gulf of Mexico. Get you a five-gallon bucket and just go to dipping it. And 10,000 times 10,000 years from now, you can't deplete the supernatural power of our God. It's an unlimited resource that I may be one even as you are with Jesus Christ. Don't tell me you're going to send me out there and get me hurt. Don't send me out there and have me lying. Don't send me out there and tell God, tell people that God's with me just like He is with Jesus if you're not going to be. Huh? Don't send me out there with a mouth full of words and nothing to back it up. Sometimes I tell people, when you've seen me, you've seen the Christ. My God, what's Southern done now? Let me tell you, all this is of God. Do you believe God made himself one with Jesus of Nazareth? Well, he's made himself one with you. 
As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. Praise God, praise God. For what reason? The works I do, you're going to do. I intend to do them. I expect them. Hallelujah. Praise God. A fellow called me yesterday, the day before, from Lake Charles. He said a fellow called him and told him, if you carry your wife up there to El Dorado, she'd be healed of rheumatoid arthritis. And I didn't say nothing. He said, is that so? I said, that's so. That's so. See, I didn't learn this yesterday or the day before, but I've learned it over the last 25 years exactly what God will do and how to get Him to do it. He's going to do it one way. You're going to have to have a revelation in your head and in your heart that He's one with me, that He's doing the works. I've lost my identity and it's no longer I, but it's Christ that liveth in me. you got to come to that revelation. That old man is gone. Hallelujah. That old man is annihilated. He's out of here. He does not exist. You're a brand new creation, so pure, so holy, so sanctified that Almighty God can be in union with you. Praise God. Hallelujah. 20th verse. Jesus said, Neither pray I for these, the disciples alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their words. Do you believe on him through their words? Well, sure. He's praying for you, isn't he? Huh? He is praying for you. Do you have any inkling or any kind of thinking that God, that Jesus can't get his prayer answered? Huh? Do you believe he got his prayer answered 1,000%? Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. What are you praying, Lord? That they all may be one as, in the same way, in the same degree. Whatever degree God was with Jesus, he wants you and God the Father to be the same way. As means the same way. As thou, Father, art me and I in thee. Why? That they also may be one in us. That the world may believe that thou hast sent me. How's the world going to believe anything? They hadn't seen anything. They've seen most Christians run around bumming something off of somebody else rather than they're giving something out. Amen? Christians in worse shape than most heathens. You know, I always felt sorry for them Christians when I was a heathen. And preachers come into church, I mean in my grocery store, they was always in need of something. I was always brother Sutherland to them. When I wasn't brother Sutherland, they didn't need anything. Oh, that old white man runs that grocery store up there. But when they needed something, brother Sutherland, how you doing, grinning? Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. We have portrayed the worst images that Christianity could ever portray. I'm telling you right now, when a revelation comes to the body of Christ, that they're one with Almighty God just like Jesus, that God made it so, that God's the one made it so. It ain't nothing you do. It ain't nothing you could have done. Praise God. That I ain't praying for them alone, but them that'll receive the word. 21st verse. 
that they all may be one as in the same degree. One translation said in the same condition. As thou, Father, in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me, and the glory which thou givest me I have given them, that they may be one even as we are one. Did he get his prayer answered? Well, it'll be answered in the sweet by and by. You won't need it in the sweet by and by. When you get to heaven, you've got it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So me and, me and Brenda was talking about Roy this morning at about daylight. Hallelujah. And the thing, you know, you know, her brother Lamar got saved because of Roy. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, it ain't nothing wrong with going to heaven, but it's something wrong with going right now. We don't need to go now. We've got too much to do, and we've got a revelation that we've got to show people. What is it that we're one with Almighty God? We need to reveal Jesus in us, the love of Almighty God. Praise the Lord. 23rd verse. I in them, thou in me. <laughs> That's Jesus' revelation. See, we have preached that Jesus operated some kind of way uh, uh, as being God's Son. But that's not so. That's wrong. He emptied Himself, came to this earth as a man only. See, if He is God, then you don't anoint God. He had to be anointed. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good, healing all the oppressed of the devil. Who did He anoint? A man that was born of a woman in Nazareth, in Bethlehem, grew up in Nazareth and supernaturally displayed Almighty God. He said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Praise God. 23rd verse, I and them, thou and me, that they may be made perfect. How many of you know you've come to the spirits of just men made perfect? You don't come to the just spirits of just men. Perfect in one, that the world may know that thou hast sent me and has loved them as thou hast loved me. Praise God, hallelujah. 26th verse. And I have declared unto them thy name and will declare it, that the love wherein thou hast loved me may be in them and I in them. Amen. Amen. You know, you got the ability to love folks that don't like you. You got the ability. See, Romans 5, 5 says, The love of God shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. Yeah, but you know, it's one thing to love somebody and, you know, but you know how they've done. I don't know if I can forgive. Yeah, you can forgive them. Love and forgiveness go hand in hand. I didn't say you had to like them. You don't have to carry them out to dinner. You don't have to go buy them something pretty. You know, I, I, as a preacher in Louisiana, and I tell you what, I, I, I couldn't stand to be around him. I'm telling you right now, it just, I'm telling you right now, I, 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 didn't, I didn't even want to be around nothing to do with him. And Dr. Summerall preached in his church, and he called me and said, are you coming down? Yeah, I'm coming down. I never told anybody. I never told a soul I didn't like that fellow. But I couldn't stand the way he preached. I couldn't stand what he said. I couldn't stand the things he done. He's always pulling some kind of gimmick to get folks in church. He shaved his beard off to get folks in church one time. 
I'm going to shave spots in it. And he done, just all crazy stuff. He'd rather, I mean, he done everything. And I didn't like all that. And I drove home that night. And the Lord said, send that old boy a hundred dollars. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wouldn't go away till I made the decision. Made the decision and bless God it went away. When I sent him the hundred dollars. <laughs> he wrote back and said, Oh, I sure do thank you. You know, we always been good friends. And I thought, yeah, you none. I like you less than I did before. Now you done cost me a hundred. Hallelujah. He called one day and said, I've got a couple in my church. And said, she's in the family way. And said, they won't let them get married here in Louisiana for a year. said, what can you do? I said, bring them on up here. I brought them up here and we got them life and married. No, I'll act in love. I, but dad don't like him no better. I don't want to be around him. He can't go off fishing with me nowhere. I wouldn't sit five minutes if I'd keep from it, but he'd never know it. You understand what I'm saying? Praise God. Praise God. Riggs translates that verse. said, I have put thy truth into their possession. That truth, being one in love, has separated them from the spirit and aims of the world as it separated me. You know, that's what separates us is the love of Almighty God. That separates us from anything. It separates us from acting any, any other way. Acting like the world. Same like, let me read that again. Ain't that as good? I have put thy truth into their possession. That truth being one in love has separated them from the spirit and aims of the world as it separated me. Praise God, praise God. You know, Philippians 2.13, he said, It is God that worketh in us both the will and the do of His good pleasure. It's God working in us. What do you mean? See, he said, The love of God constraineth us. We got something in our heart that if you'll listen to your heart, you'll be smart. You know, Romans 8.14 said, As many as are led by the Spirit. Why? Because you're going to be led by love. They're the sons of God. He said, Romans 8, 16, said, The Spirit beareth witness with your spirit that you're the sons of God. If you'll listen to your heart, you'll always walk in love. You listen to your head, you want to get mad. Well, the way they done me. I'm tired of it. You know, you can just take so much. How many of you ever heard that? I had a friend named Gary Nesbitt. And he's always talking about, now nah, I done had all I can take. My old man's fixing to rise up. No, his old uncrucified temper was about to rise up. The old man's dead. God killed him. He's annihilated. You're a brand new love child of a love God. Hallelujah. Can you shout amen? Hallelujah. Turn back a couple of pages, 15th chapter of Big John, 9th verse. Ninth verse. As the Father hath loved me, so 
have I loved you continually, you in my love. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love. Even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. These things have I spoken to you that my joy might remain in you. Let me tell you something. If you ain't got joy, then you ain't walking in love. Love will always produce joy in your life. You're happy. You're not mad about anything. Hallelujah. You ain't got to be mad. You know, I never will forget the time that I realized I did not have to be prejudiced. I carried a little black girl with me. My wife and a bunch of us went and preached over there in the Delta and I had her singing. And that night I looked back there and this Yankee, this Yankee had her up in his la- her lap and I cried. I couldn't, I couldn't, I said, I, I, I want to be like that, Lord. He said, you are. And that's the end of that deal. That's the end of that deal. Praise God. Hallelujah. I got the love of God. It shed abroad in my heart. I don't have to hate nobody. I ain't got to be mad at nobody. Yeah, but your daddy and your this and your, your ancestors, I don't care about that. I done changed daddies. I got a daddy that's full of love and the love of God's shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Eleventh verse. These things have I spoken unto you that your joy might remain in you. My joy, my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. If you ain't full of joy, then check upon your love. Check upon the God that's in you. Check upon the God that you're in one with. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friend. You're my friend. You, my friend. You, my friend. You, my friend. If you do whatsoever I command you. Said, henceforth now, up till now, up till now, henceforth, after this, I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. I called you servants. Not anymore. Henceforth, you friend. There's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, to Philippians, the first chapter. Ephesians and Philippians. First chapter. 27th verse. Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come to see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that ye stand fast in one spirit, not two spirits, not stand fast with the Holy Ghost on you, See, bless God, Moses was not in your class. Elijah was not in your class. Daniel was not in your class. Elisha was not in your class. 
Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Hallelujah. I don't care if it's my shack, your shack, and the bungalow. They wasn't in your class. They done supernatural feats, but the Spirit of God came on them and left. He came on you to abide forever. He'll never leave you, never forsake you. I don't care where you are. You can operate in the love of God. I don't care where you are. Not just the love, but the power of God. Do you know that faith works by love? Heard a fellow the other day talking about love works by faith. No, that's backwards. Faith works by love. How come? Knowing the love of God's on the inside of me, that I'm one with God, that I'm one with love. Now listen to it. Only let your conversation be as though as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come to see you or else absent, I may hear of your affairs that ye stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, let this mind be in you. Let it be in you. You have to let it. It ain't going to just overtake you. You ain't going to wake up one morning and have your mind renewed. You have to let something happen. You have to take up your time, meditate on that. I'm one with God. I'm one spirit. I'm not two spirits. The Spirit of God don't live in me. The Spirit of God's my spirit. We're one. One spirit, one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Praise God, praise God. In 617 said, He that's joined the Lord, one spirit. 20th century, He that's joined the Lord has one common spirit. Someone needs to get a hold of that. Whatever's in God's in you. The works I do, you're going to do them. Some generation's going to get a hold to this. It might as well be this one. Hallelujah. I'm ready to go on and be with the Lord right now. If I had my druthers, I'd rather be with the Lord right now a thousand times. Those that's went on before, I feel like I've been cheated. I feel like they got to go on ahead of me. But we got something to do down here. And that is produce a Christian just like the Word of God said. We've got to get our head thinking right. We've got to get our minds to thinking like God and knowing that we're one with God just like Jesus Christ was. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus said a lot of things I'd like to tell you Wait till you get to the Holy Ghost. Paul writes, he says, if anybody preach any other gospel than the one I preach, it's a lot of cross religion being preached today. A lot of cross, a lot of, a lot of cross. God wants to lead you back to the cross. No, He wants to lead you to the throne. Hallelujah. He don't want you just looking at the cross. Thank God for the cross. He died for me. He was made sin for me. He took my sin. He took my sickness. He descended into the prison house of suffering. But now He's raised to the highest seat in the universe. That's the way God wants you thinking. I'm in union. God Himself is sharing His throne with you. Hallelujah. 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 Turn with me. Let me show you a verse over in the last chapter of Romans. Romans 16. Romans the 16th chapter 25th verse I'll amen when you get it 
said, Now unto him that is of power to establish you. What? According to my gospel. Paul got another gospel? No. But he's got the gospel of the resurrection. He's got the gospel of the death, the burial, the resurrection, and the ascension. What is important to you? That the love of God shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. That the power of God. See, we don't just want to be love children of love God like some flower child. We want it backed up with the supernatural power of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Like the young boy I said with the Coke bottle glasses. He got his heel. The little kid that never had walked before. Oh, mama's going to get to, mama's going to get to raise a normal child. Hallelujah. Praise God. The girl that came said, I want a handkerchief. Said, I want to lay it on a, 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 a woman that I'm tending to. She was with hospice. Said, they said she won't be living in the morning. I said, she'll be living in the morning. She put that handkerchief on her and her pastor called me two days later and said the woman's done went home. The woman had three children needed to raise. Had a husband. I don't doubt he needed raising too. Hallelujah. 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 This stuff don't come about by come someone read two or three scriptures and get out of some promise box every day. You have to get a hold of that. He said, Now in him is able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery. What's the mystery? It's been kept secret since the world began. What is the mystery? Christ, the anointed one, the one with the ability of Almighty God now lives on the inside of you. The mystery is no mystery anymore. Our folks are always talking about, pray that God will open my eyes of my understanding to this mystery. I thank Him. Father, I thank You. You've opened my eyes. I got sense enough to read. I got sense enough to read. Christ in You, the hope of this glorious thing. That you can live in the glorious power of God. How? By knowing Christ lives in you. Knowing that God the Father is one with you exactly like He was with the Master. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I don't know if anybody... You know Mary Phillips? Mary Phillips brought her mother over here from McGee, Arkansas. She had been on insulin for about 25 years, had diabetes. I said, you tell your mother that if she'll come over here, we'll pray for her and God will heal her. Is that simple enough? That's not, we done made this gospel hard. Well, now, if you believe just right and you do this and you do that and you hold your mouth just right and maybe some way, somehow, something might happen. No, bless God. He said, lay hands on sick and they recover. Now, the point you believe that's the point you're going to get results. Brought her mom over here on this in 25 years, instantly healed of diabetes, never took another shot. Never took another shot. Never had to take another shot. How come of that? Do you know what kind of testimony that was over there in that church of God in Christ she's going to? Look, I went over there and they believed God. They told me to come over there and I'd get healed. Well, reckon how come they done that? Folks sitting around wondering. I'll tell you why they done it. Because we believe. We believe. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn with me back to... The 14th chapter of Big John. Let's read another verse or two or something.
14th chapter. The uh, starting the 16th verse there. He said, I pray the Father and He'll give you another comforter that He may abide with you how long? Oh, until you do something wrong. Till you didn't, you, you, you messed up. He left you like a, I done heard it preach. Man, he left you like a bird out of a cage. He's gone. He ain't never going to leave you. Even how bad, why? Do you understand it ain't you? It's Jesus that done this. Jesus' blood stands for you, not yours. Not your conduct. Jesus is the one that, that God's depending on. He cut the covenant with Jesus, not you. You got in on it by grace. Free gratis. I'll pray the Father and He'll give you another comforter that He may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. Why can't they receive? Because it seeth Him not. If they can't see it, they ain't going to believe. Neither knoweth Him. But you know Him, for He dwells with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more, but you see me. Because I live, you shall live also. At that day. What day? The day we're living in. At right now. The day after the resurrection. The day when the supernatural power of God's available unto man. The day in which man can get born again. The day in which he can be filled with God's Spirit. At that day you'll know that I'm in the Father and ye in me and I in you. Man, that's enough said right there to feed people for 5,000 years. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 We was in Dodge City, Kansas and some of the Rama workers knew a pastor there had had a heart stroke. And so they brought him. They had their Rama jackets on everything. And he brought the old man, he couldn't walk. He could scoot like that. That's, that's the biggest steps he could take. His arm was up. He'd had a heart stroke. He couldn't straighten his arm out nothing. His jaw, mouth run up there around his ear. And I was working paper dolls. And I heard him shout, he can't talk. Now he can cry, but he can't talk. He say, oh, well, you know, that's all he could do. But he, he went to shout. He saw those paper dolls in the life and nature of God and saw our union with Almighty God, that God the Father is with us just like He was with the Master, praise God. Hallelujah. Arm come undone. Hallelujah. Legs, He went to walk. Praise God. Everybody went to shout. But He come down front and said, I want you to lay hands on me. He didn't need hands laid on him. He done got healed. But that's, that's our training. See, we've been trained that way. This fellow's got the anointing. This fellow, this fellow, this. Now he's got a healing ministry. The fellow told me the other day. He said, yeah, you've always had a healing ministry. I said, what about your ministry? What do you got? He said, well, I'm a teacher. No, he don't say that. He said, these signs will follow them that believe. That don't mean teachers, preachers, or nobody else. Every one of us. Hallelujah. Laid hands on him. Praise God. Praise God. Turn with me to Hebrews, the second chapter. Let me show you one more verse. And we're going to close. I promise. 
Hebrews, the second chapter. Now, I can go on and preach on this all evening. Hallelujah. 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 I preached on it one time four hours straight. Hallelujah. I can preach on it day and night. I see something out of this. I see something that the body of Christ must realize. You'll never mount to a hill of beans for God until you find out you and God are one. That He's one with you just exactly like He was with Jesus. Hebrews 2.11 For both, say both, both, He that sanctifieth and they that are sanctified are all one. <laughs> For which cause, He's not ashamed to call them brother. Say, brother. Skull, brother. Hallelujah, brother. One. Look what that does with your authority. Look what that does with your love. Look what that'll do when you go, when you need the power of God. Let me tell you something. Bless God. We're not to live in the revelation we had yesterday. We're to progressively grasp these truths and press on towards the mark of the high calling of God. Can you say amen? amen? Hallelujah. One with God, just exactly like the Master. Well, did you get anything out of this this morning? Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Anybody need healing this morning? I see everybody here. They know the Lord. We all family here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Stand up on your feet. Praise God. Praise God. This is a good day to live in. Kenneth Copeland's teaching on of his fullness. People all over the body of Christ begin.